Welcome to the feast brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35 point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. Welcome to the Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And as always, we are hosted by Sox Sanchez. Episode Deuce Trace. There's only one. Ryan Sandberg. Oh, well, I'll give you that. I thought that's what you were going to say. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Lucas Raymond. That's a good one. Bell Greg makes me laugh. That was one of my mom's favorite players. That was one of the only. Hideo Nomo is also the lanky bastard that makes me laugh. Fuck Blake Griffin. Willie Horton's the shit, though. Yeah. LeBron James. Why do do you keep coming back here? (laughs) Shout out to Alan Cooley, I guess. Uh, Burns, you forgot one. Bubba Wallace. We have a great show for you today. We're going to skip over that. Not Bubba Wallace. Anyway, <laughs> we have a great show for you today. We're on the road to Super Bowl. We're on the road to WrestleMania. <sighs> we are halfway through NBA and NHL season. Baseball's around the corner. NASCAR's starting soon. Where did it start? Uh, there's like a Daytona thing. No, the LA Coliseum it, this weekend is what I saw. Um, Why do they start off with the biggest race of the year? It's so stupid. Also. Yeah, it, no, wait. For years, nobody cared after Daytona. Now they made the chase to try to make. Yeah, it, we'll we'll get to that on turn left one day. <laughs> what a start! God damn Episode's you! Broken already. God damn you, cowboy! In your uh, cowboy ways. Also, season twenty-five of South Park starts this week. Can you, can, can you sound dated on that? How old we are starting to get? I did not know that. That but put that me in makes a place. Me excited. So. I'm going to ask you guys a trivia question about that here in a second. But first, because I love you guys, Bernsey, how's your week? Oh, well, let's start. Let's do some intros here. I'm Socks. If this is your first time listening, Kyle's always to my left of me. Clown's to my left. Joker's to my right. (laughs) Burns is to my right. Wow. That just popped in my head. That's called improv. (laughs) I was like, you didn't write that down. That's improv, baby. Uh, Anyway, let's start with Bernsey. How's your week, buddy? Uh, week was good. Uh, normal work week. Nothing crazy. Uh, I got to play some golden tea this weekend. That was kind of cool. Then watched a lot of football. Feezy. Sexy. I was, I, I, I was your weekend. weekend I blacked out when you said golden (laughs) tea. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) That's a golf thing. Yeah, I know. I haven't played since you could smoke in a bar. So heard 10 years, May 1st. You you can't do that anymore. Yeah, we can. Can't be known. Ah, Feezy, how's your week? Good. You know, eh, just dynamite dropping, Monty. Work, (laughs) work, and an amazing, an amazing uh, little lunch date with my daughter today. I saw that. She made a good. What was it? A burger? I couldn't see what was on there. There there was butter, an egg. Oh, an uh, egg. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. It was a. She did a great job. It was quite the spread. <laughs> already, we're already fucking doing. What, what minute are we? I on? could. I literally. That's that's it, probably about the last of the jokes. It's officially eight oh four. No, it's the not. Nor- no, the normal. It, the, no, those normal ones. Could could come up with any this week. Oh, they good. were rough. Perfect. Do you have like when we get to talk to him? Like, I can't wait to your schedule pronouncing. Do you that's have good what, ones? That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> can't fucking wait. 
Um, what was I gonna? What were we just talking about? You were talking about your uh, making food. My week. Butter. Oh, South Butter. Park trivia. Gravy. South Park trivia. So we all know the theme song, correct? Yeah. Well, I'm not prepared because I had another question before that. Uh, oh, you got to talk about my week. Thanks for oh, asking. Yeah. Jackasses. Yeah, I know. We always forget. Yeah. yeah. Um, How was your week, Socks? It was great. It was so great. I had a great, great week of work. It was really great. Um, walk in. Banana Pants Dan came over and we did a... Oh, uh, you saw the Banana Pants too? Oh, my God. Dude, Dan, those things are... I told Dan I'm going to go sweatpants shopping with him because he has the best sweatpants. <laughs> they are, that, these pants are brighter than my paper. Banana, banana pants, Dan. Anyway, we did uh, Harry Potter trivia. That was legit. And sorry, Block A, but you didn't win any games. Joe won twice. Dan won one, and I won one. Oh. Pretty so solid. Is, so is so is Block A the muggle or whatever the fuck that means? We all thought Dan was going to be, but he was very impressive. Um, was, you don't. You didn't watch. So you don't watch the work. Probably. Wow! I watched the first half of the first movie. You guys the, are wearing out on me. <laughs> first half of the first movie and the and the second half of the last. Have movie. You ever watched it? I've seen all of them. Have you? Yeah. I was questioning that yeah. over the weekend. If you I've have seen all of them, I've read the first three books. You you read a book? You read that book? Three books. You've grown since those I've known might. You. But don't give me too much credit. Those might be the last three books that I read. Burn. And it was like a long time ago. Burns probably cliff noted those books. No, I, I read the whole fucking thing. Well, next time we yeah, have yeah. a Potter party, holler, we'll holler. Yeah. I didn't think you were, watched them. I didn't yeah. think you were into that stuff. Seen them all twice. Solid. Anyway, <laughs> South Park. I did talk you guys into not watching Harry Potter and turning it to the greatest Super Bowl that ever happened. Um, South Park. Uh, we know all know the theme song, correct? Yeah. I'm gonna do part of the theme song. I'm gonna I'm gonna point to you guys when I want you to guys to say the line and see if you know it correctly. You guys Ooh, ready? Okay. I'm gonna start. Okay. So you we all uh, people that have not watched South Park, I'm sorry for you. It's been out for 25 years. If you're a comedy and listening to our show, you've had to at least watch South Park. Now it's one of those shows that I don't go out of my way to watch, but once on, it's on fire. It is. And this week, especially. I'm, on this week of Comedy Central, leading up to Wednesday of the 25th season, they're playing South Park all throughout. So get your South Park on. Ready? Uh, so it starts out Stan and Kyle. Oh, it starts out with Les Claypool from Primus singing, and then it goes to Stan and Kyle, then Les Claypool, then it goes to Cartman, and then again Les Claypool again, and then it goes to Kenny, right? For the lyrics of the song? Okay. Okay, you ready? I'm going down to South Park, going to have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere, humble folks without temptation. I'm going down to South Park, going to leave my woes behind. Ample parking day and night, people spouting, howdy, neighbor. Heading up down to South Park, going to see if I can unwind. And this is Kenny's part. What does Kenny say here? Because Kenny's voice, you can't, you don't know what he's saying. Do you know what the lyrics are? In the, I believe it was, uh, I like pussy. Wrong. Close, kind of. I like girls with big, uh, what is it? I like girls with, I can't remember. Okay. I lost it. I eat pussy with big bushes? No, but you're. I read it earlier today. Okay, so I'll lead into that again. Heading on up to South Park, going to see if I can unwind. I like girls with big old titties. I like girls with deep vaginas. Okay. Okay. There it is. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, and then so come on down to South Park and meet some friends of mine. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Uh, with that being said, we were talking about when sports die off. Well, football, I guess, right? And it gets a soft season. Some things that we might talk about. 
I brought up for your because you and I, Burns and I watched South Park religiously together back in the day. We did. It's one of those shows that just gets better as the years go on. They yeah. keep up with pop culture. Like the first, the first five to six seasons, I could see how people would be like, "Yeah, but there's some doozies." Eh, doozies. Yeah, there are, there are. But like the last ten seasons that just keep up with the times and keep up with pop culture and all that are just fantastic. And the the emergence of Randy Marsh as the when best character in the show. It was season 10, 11, 9 in there. Went the Michael Jackson episode, the steroid <laughs> episode with uh, Special Olympics. Yep. Around that time is when it started getting hot. Yeah. Uh, so I bet you guys could guess my number one episode of South Park right yeah, now. Boogie McBooger Balls. Boogie McBooger Balls? Something like that. Is that the testicle one? The testicular yeah. cancer episode. When, when Randy Marsh puts his balls in the microwave. Yeah. 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 Is that Boogie McMicro balls? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't question me. Boom. Look at me like that. Uh, so we're, I'm excited for it. I'm ex- I'm curious to see what they always bring the noise. One of my favorite things about South Park is during the vote or die with P. Diddy back in the day with uh, President Bush and Al Gore, they were on Carson Daly. That mo- they had a premiere that Thursday of that week. They were on Carson Daly on Monday. Carson Daly straight up asked them, Trey, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, hey, what's your episode about this week? And they're like, we haven't written it yet. Yeah. And Carson Daly's like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we haven't written it yet. It completely, P. Diddy was a musical guest and wearing that Vote or Die t-shirt. It was completely about that episode of that week, of the beginning of that season. Yeah. Phenomenal. That, that was like the turning point of, I always respected the show. But that put it up to a different level for me. Like, those those dudes, those dudes are pure genius for sure. Genius, um, just the way that they make fun of really all of American culture is pretty hilarious. Well, and I was talking to Joe earlier. You know, we talk about Family Guy being a spawn off of Simpsons, but their vulgarity is definitely a spring off of South Park. There's nobody, oh, yeah. nobody gets yeah. anyway. those for me. Those are my top two animated shows of all time, and I think they probably are for a lot of people. Yeah, like I said, I don't go out on my way to, but when it's on, it's fire, man. Oh, yeah. Like there, I just was yeah. watching the episode with Ike having a sexual relationship with his have preschool you, oh T-shirt. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh my have god, you, have, have you watched like the the recent specials that have happened? Like I, I haven't. So you I watched the watch. pandemic. You need I watched that one. The original was funny. That one, there were certain parts of that one that I like <laughs> could not handle my laughter at all. Is that the one when he's banging the bat? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By him, you mean Randy Marsh. Yeah, yeah. that's the exact part. <laughs> My hero. And your hero. My hero. The Green Freeze episode. Oh, the Green One of my Freeze, favorite yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah the, one. the special before the pandemic special. Well, actually, the full season is all about how Randy Marsh becomes a, a weed farmer. Yep. And okay, I caught the end and, of that. He, so so I get lost of the when episodes came out. Yeah. Remember that there was that one season where it was all about um, when, what's his face, Garrison was running for president. Oh, yeah. And the vice president yeah. was, buckle in, buckle ruse, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. And it was all, usually like, <laughs> usually the episodes of the season are individualized, right? Oh, that yeah. season was one of the first, I think the first season ever that it was a whole they, tied yes. into. And that's what they've done for the past, like, six seasons. What, that's oh, just so made it's it like golden. an actual, like, TV it's, show. It's like a TV like, show where you had to see the episode before to understand what's going on in the next ah. one. Yeah. I just remember the very last line of that whole season, the internet goes down, right? And they're trying to figure out, oh, my, you know, they get the internet back, back running and all that stuff. And, and I was like, you know, that's the berries, like the memory berries or whatever. And the question was, 
um, who sent out the first email after the internet came on. It was like some 80-year-old guy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, what'd you send? And he's like, oh, I sent a message to my friend. He's like, <laughs> well, he's, uh, I can't even say it. I can't even say it on air, I don't think. Like, uh, Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah! You yeah. definitely cannot say no. that. Um, <laughs> times have changed. <laughs> I want to say it was like season like twenty twenty. Can't say that on here. That's what Chris Burns says when he's upset about anything. But, <laughs> but anyway, he basically sends him a dick pic and calls him <laughs> some words, and that was the last line. The whole it brought, that was the build up to that point, and that's why I love those guys so much. Oh yeah, because it yeah. was stupid. Good shit. Anyway, that was my that was my take talk. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> we're, we're off to a running start. Dick pics. <laughs> Some dick pic and call. So it's about as the most random uh, thing as me telling you to suck it last week. But well, well, it reminded me of the, the Kenny deep throating his straw last week. Well, that was the other episode. Deep throating the microphone. <laughs> that was the other one I saw was Miss Chokes on Dick and Garrison getting on. <laughs> yep. Takes uh, his shirt off. And it's like. <laughs> So, like, I'm old school South Park. Yeah. So, like, one of my, I remember, like, the vivid memories of, like, finding out who South, or who Cartman's father was. Mm-hmm. And the big gay mm-hmm. Al episode, mm-hmm. which yes. was always one that cracked me mm-hmm. the fuck up. Yeah. Make a Streisand. Yeah, I forgot. I always, you, always, you know, it's been out so long, you forget about big gay Al. You kind of forget about mm-hmm. Chef a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Chef's um, Salty Balls episode. I mean, that was a legendary song back in 98. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever it was. <laughs> I remember I being in like seventh, eighth grade. Damn, um, old. Well, that was a good time, everybody. Yeah. Uh, SNL was also on. The reason I want to bring that up, there was a good skit about like getting woke up in the middle of the night on with different various. You guys should check out that video. It's called "I'm Up," where we all can relate to that shit. So it was pretty funny. Today's agenda. I forgot what we were doing. Sports. I forgot, I forgot why I was here. <laughs> Wait, we're on a podcast. It was like me last week. <laughs> uh, today's agenda, we're going to talk about the championship games out of football. I'm sure we'll talk to the hand a little bit. Thank you. Um, Royal Rumble results, I suppose, is that on the list? Producer yep. Kyle, are you just, our perfection are you just re- of predictions. Are you just reading? Yeah, my, my front page. The, front, the first, the first line says "F you, Applebee's," because of the I'm, Cheers music that they're using for the commercial. I'm real upset about it. Um, at least it's not that. Speaking of that, did you guys fucking did, Applebee's song? Did I, that's what I was just going to. Did you see? Uh, the the Chiefs game yesterday, the halftime. It was oh, wait, no, no, CBS I was halftime. Was they set themselves up right in front of the fucking speaker. You literally couldn't hear them talk. They're trying to scream over this stupid yep. Applebee's song. And James, like, Brown. what a horrible <laughs> setup. His name is yeah. If I never heard that song again in my life, I'd be so happy. I'm so happy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I didn't even know. I didn't like even know who was it is their theme song now. It's on all their fucking. Well, they had a convention of all the people went and saw them in concert oh too. I had no idea who was even performing. It, it, I saw it was it. that guy. Yeah, I know, but I. Yeah. I would have taken Janet Jackson and the boob over that for sure. I just couldn't believe it. It was <laughs> it, like, like how did they how did they fuck that setup up so bad for for their halftime? I mean, where CBS, they set up they set up their their oh, brand new network. They don't even guys, know what's going on. Guys, the work. The workflow is really short-staffed right now, so... Oh, yeah. 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 That just squashed all the momentum on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
Uh, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Where are we going to start out? Are we, fre- are we spreading first? We always spread first, Sox. Okay, let's <laughs> spread them. Full spread. We are spreading. Uh, football, I, we're real quick because nobody talks about soccer but me. U.S. did lose to Canada. Why, why are you snapping your fingers at me? Because I meant to write that down for full spread. You did, Pretty you underwhelming did week for U.S. soccer, actually. Well, we won. Yeah, they beat El Salvador. Uh, but but one what one nothing in Columbus when it was like twenty five degrees. That should have we should have we should have dominated that game, and we really didn't. I don't understand with all this youth that we have on this team that we're not turning that corner. I don't. So it's the most talented roster we've had since '94. Yeah, it, well, yeah, and it's the first time in a long time that we've got multiple guys playing in the EPL. You know, Weston McKinney, you got Sergio Dest, you got Pulisic, Rena. Um, what I will say about the Canada game, uh, it, Bearhalter after the game, um, it, which he's kind of a clown. They've all been clowns, but, but he did say that that was probably the best performance that he had seen out of that team in a long time. And he said that for them to play as well of a game as they did and not get the result um, was actually not as disappointing because he said that that game could have easily gone their way the exact opposite way. They they held the ball that game for like 65% of the time. Yeah. They were playing They were playing in, in Canada's zone but I'm the entire of- game. Canada had two two counters where they came down and scored quick, but that's all it takes. But this is this is the story of the U.S. soccer team yeah. though. Lately, it's like we have this talent, we possess the ball, we can't fucking finish. Right. When are we gonna right. start finishing? We right. have the most talent since we've had since '94. Right. Who's gonna step up and be the finisher? You know, we don't. I don't know. Thanks for writing that down, Kyle. Yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> we gonna, we're gonna talk about football. Didn't we just talk about football? You're smart ass. We're going to talk about some America. I'm on a Canada football. AFC Championship Sunday afternoon. The Cincinnati Bagels <laughs> defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 27-24. Joe Burrow, 250 yards passing, two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 275 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. All in the first half touchdowns. Yeah, all in the first half touchdowns and all those interceptions in the second half for overtime. Mm. Uh, Chase goes six for fifty four in a touchdown. Hill seven for seventy eight in a touchdown. Also all in the first half. Hill, Hill. Mm-hmm. yeah, Chase is the second half. Yeah, Kelsey ten receptions for ninety five yards in a touchdown. Higgins went six for one hundred three. Higgins stepped up when he needed to step up in the. He's no, I completely a very underrated, especially when Uzama went out. Um, yeah. That's that was huge for them. Yeah, uh, Chiefs. Led twenty-one to three in the first half and blow the lead. Mahomes looked terrible late in this game. Yeah, um, that I don't know what. It, there's not much else you can say to it. They their first three drives they scored three touchdowns. Yeah, and their next seven or eight drives it was like punt, punt, interception, punt, 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 interception, punt, and then it, obviously the self-inflicted wound at the end of the first half. What a horrible, yep. horrible! I mean, that turned that play call that, with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. It, well, and here's here's the thing: is that's on Mahomes because no matter what the play call is, right there, if you're Mahomes and you know you're snapping that ball with five seconds left, that the second that the play doesn't develop, throw the ball into the ground and 
take your field Throw it goal. out the back of the end zone. Well, right. that, do whatever yeah. you got to do. Take your field goal. And that went into the second half because you scrambled around in the pocket for right. 15 seconds. Throw yeah. Scramble right. for yards or throw it away. Why aren't they just – with five seconds right there, too, I say it's not about the play calling, but why isn't the play call there just a fade to Travis Kelsey, and if it works, great, and if it doesn't, then you kick a field goal? Or an ISO in the middle of the field where you just let it run to the right past the goal line and throw it to him and, and, he and I, it or he doesn't. I, I, get, I get maybe not running that play because – because it that close in, it, you're setting yourself up for a tipped ball or an interception, something weird to happen. Keep it, keep it low. It, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, just the whole thing was a debacle. They it, they should have gone into halftime with at least a 14 point lead. Cincinnati, they went, Cincinnati went into halftime with the momentum and didn't let it go for the rest of the game. In the game that Cincinnati won in Week 17, they were down by 11 at halftime. Yeah. And then they were down by 11 at halftime again. The Chiefs had a chance to step on their throats. They didn't do it, and then they paid for it. Patrick Mahomes is something like 37-2 and all-time when leading by double digits. That two is against Joe Burrow this year. That's wild. That's a stat. Sucks. Wild and crazy kids, Kyle. Um, yeah, those kitty cats got them. Kitty cats, yeah. Do we got that on buttons? No, we do, bro. <laughs> Hit me with the buttons. Damn right. Damn right. Uh, yeah, uh, momentum swings. Momentum's huge in the playoffs. That we talked about all year, and I brought this up last week. Cincinnati was the hot team going to the playoffs, and they they rode that train to the freaking Super Bowl. A team from Ohio is in the Super Bowl, everybody. My depression has kicked in. Um, How about their rookie kicker, too? Yeah. Evan McPherson. Evan McPherson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this dude, it just... Two field goals away from tying uh, the record for most field goals in a postseason. Yeah. Held by Adam Vinatieri. Yep. And, I mean, they drafted him in the fifth round and took a whole bunch of shit for it. And How many game winners has he kicked? Right. Right. Cincinnati is, um, they're making the right moves. The picks that they're drafting are cashing in. And, you know, and they're still, in my opinion, they're still defensive away, but I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, Burrow looking to become. And I tell you what, Mixon was a train later on in that yeah. game to yep. beat the he shit really out of yeah, they, defense. They have. Just getting like five yards, too. Just bang. That's all, that's bang, all you need. Eight yards. Yeah. No, right. Five yards. Great. Eight right. yards. Seven yards. First down. First down. Best first down. Well, he. For Mixon now, like for the last for the first couple of years, people kind of thought he was a bust. But now Mixon isn't the focal point of that offense. It's not just handing the ball to Mixon three hundred times a year. They have other weapons that they can go to, so it takes some the pressure off him. I expect him to look even better than he has the last couple of years in the in the years to come. Yeah, he's yeah he's going to dominate for the next few years. Here's here's the crazy part about Cincinnati. You want to talk about something that the the lions can try to model after they cincinnati went from you know the number they had the number one pick in the draft two years ago they get joe burrow they had the number four pick in the draft they get jamar chase right they they hit two home runs with those two picks draft a franchise quarterback in two years they go from the worst team in the nfl to being in the super bowl and they have 56 million dollars in cap space coming up this summer. That's so disgusting. They are going to be able to sign whoever they want to turn themselves into a contender for the next however many years. You hear? Oh, on the outside, high in the middle, Ohio, I don't know. Um Yeah, yeah. 
I think, yeah. I mean, the, 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 everything that they've drafted clicked. That's all you can really say is. All right, and then it. You know, that's what the Lions haven't done in the last 25 years is clicked on some of those picks or at least kept them around. They're going to get to go spend $56 million on all offensive linemen to protect protect Joe Burrow and because they don't need any more position players on the outside for wide receivers. They don't need a tight end. They don't need a running back. They need guys in the trenches to protect Joe Burrow. Their defense is already really good. Good enough. I think it get better. It get, well, it can get, yeah, get, get, get better. But it's it's good enough. When you have that good of an offense, you don't need a ridiculously good Quick defense. Quick question, just because I should know because we do a sports podcast. Uh, their middle linebacker, is his last name Wilson, was he playing for them? The guy that they drafted a couple years ago in the second round or fourth round or third I don't, round? I don't know who you're talking about, to be honest. Maybe he's not playing. Okay. Well, that's not going to produce my point of what I want to talk mm. about. Okay. But Joe Burrow looking to become the first Heisman winner, national champion, national champion and Super Bowl winner. And an interesting little tidbit, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow is teammates undefeated in the playoffs. Interesting. College and NFL. Quick side note before I forget. Montreal Expos is the defunct franchise, correct, in baseball? That, well, I, I saw that. I saw that, out, too. Like, halfway through that, I didn't The Montreal it. Expos yeah. is the defunct franchise in baseball. Yeah. The last player that was ever drafted by that team has officially retired. Well, not officially yet, but his name is Tom Brady. That's yep, one hundred percent true. Yeah. Logan Wilson uh, was a starter for the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, so back to my point: when they drafted him, I can't remember if it was like second, third, fourth round. Th- that was one of those line. You know how I'm sexy about linebackers, or I get hot and steamy about. That was one of those picks. I said, "That's gonna be something down the road. That's gonna." Be contributed. That's the stuff that Lions need. Is that kind of stuff? Yeah. Anyway, third round pick sixty five. The NFL draft cover line two thousand twenty twenty prototypical middle linebacker. You know, yeah, out of Wyoming. Yep. Yeah, but that's the right time to pick a middle linebacker. The Lions have done dumb shit like try to pick a middle linebacker in the top twenty, which we haven't picked a middle linebacker in the top twenty. When did we? Uh, uh, guy from Florida yeah. State. Yes, he was outside linebacker. Ernie Sims. Ernie Sims was a middle linebacker. He was uh, later on in his career. He was an outside linebacker. Oh, all right. And then we paid Stephen Tulloch ridiculous amounts. Of and then that was the last time we went to the playoffs because he was there, though. Yeah, we were so close, and we were extremely close to seeing our third Bengals Forty Nine ers Super Bowl, but Matt the. The actual Matty Ice had something to say about that. As the yeah, Rams fucking lucky, as the Rams beat the 49ers twenty to seventeen. Yeah, lucky that guy dropped that pick in the fourth quarter. Sox Sanchez is so upset because the team he had been riding the entire season. No, but comes I mean, up like, a step short. If he could pick that ball, it's a different game. Well, no, I mean, there's a, there's a dozen different plays. And if, then we could have, then we could have talked about oh, Matty Ice throwing picks at the clutch moments, and then it could have been a whole different conversation. No, but it's not. But. No. I mean, with if Tom Brady actually retires, uh, I believe Matt Stafford is the le- the active leader in fourth quarter comebacks and mm-hmm. victories. He is with uh, which, and he's only like ten behind Tom Brady. Yeah, which He'll is crazy. Which is crazy to think about. But but that's well, I guess that's the stat you're going to lead in when you're Detroit Lions quarterback Fair for enough. the majority of your. But back to the NFC Championship game. Like I said, the Rams defeated the 49ers 2017. Garoppolo goes 232, two touchdowns and a pick. Stafford, 337, two touchdowns and a pick. Samuel had four receptions, 72 yards and a touchdown. 
Cup, 11 receptions, 142 yards, two touchdowns. 49ers blow a 10-point fourth-quarter lead. Sox Sanchez. Uh, on paper, realistically, the Rams were going to be the one in the NFC to win it all. They have the best defense on paper. You got Von Miller on that trade. You literally have the best defensive player on your front line. You have probably the best cornerback in your secondary. You know, and then he throws Stafford in there, who, you know, we talk about in Detroit. You know, was he the real deal? He never won in Detroit. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and people need to realize that, that he always has been. No, yeah. For, and I, as Detroit I, I, fans, we got to realize that in order for us to get in the playoffs, it's not all about having a quarterback. Also, it's about having a fucking defense. And when can we start realizing that as a front office of stop hiring off? Now, it's different now because we have Campbell. Mm-hmm. As much as he's a tight ends coach and on the offensive side of the ball, he's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. But, you know, look at all the, co- all the coaches that we've hired besides Jim Schwartz and Patricia, I guess, who is garbage. The wor- it, the, he's the reason Stafford's no longer in Detroit. Understood. But we got to start realizing as a franchise that all these high-profile positions are not what it's about sometimes. You can, you can, you can, you can get those as additions. Those are something that you get later on. you got to build your foundation with your defense, your trenches, and then you get those skill players that accelerate you over the top. Yep. Yes. We've done the opposite right. for 35 years. Mm-hmm. Look at the time when the Detroit went to the NFC Championship game back in 92. Now, I understand it's a long time ago and football is different there, but we got there playing three different quarterbacks. We got there playing Pete. Ware and Kramer, we had Barry Sanders, we had a great offensive line, but our defense is what got us there to that game. Yeah. No, and, I mean, and as a franchise, we got to start realizing that. Anyway, that's my rant. So I think that, back to that game, uh, I think that... Just makes me mad. <laughs> um, one, good for, good for Stafford. Clearly, he's proving... To everybody that questioned whether it was his, whether he was the problem or not in Detroit, he's proven that that's not the case. He was not the problem. Uh, he is in the process of punching his ticket to the Hall of Fame, and and will continue to for the rest of his career in LA. Um, one of the biggest moves I think that maybe isn't talked about quite enough was the signing of uh, Odell Beckham Jr. in midseason. Uh, if they don't have him. That offense looks totally different. He, I disagree. Who, who? No. If Robert Woods didn't get hurt, it'd still be okay. I understand that, but he did. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. But he did get hurt. If Robert Woods doesn't get hurt, they might not even sign. Well, I'm him. just, I'm, I'm just saying that I, I don't, I don't think Beckham is the one that put him over the top. Shout out to Kendall Blanton for having Had some a great big game. plays yeah. last night. To after at, Higby got hurt, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, I disagree with you. I think that Odell Beckham is a, a huge reason that they're where they're at right now. He has done nothing but play really, really good football since he got there. He scored, I think, six touchdowns in seven weeks. In that game, he had over, I think he had over 110 yards receiving. He has been a huge difference maker in that offense that really was looking for something because they they stumbled a little bit midseason after Robert Woods got hurt. They were looking for another weapon. All they had was Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was getting double, triple teamed by everybody. Van Jefferson is just not that guy. He's a great deep threat. He's not that guy that is going to get you seven, eight receptions and be able to, to dominate a game from the wide receiver position. So that was a huge signing for them. Obviously, their defense steps up. Aaron Donald's ridiculous. Their, their whole defense is, is really good. Uh, they're going to be tough to beat. Uh, I, do, I, do I think the Bengals can do it? Yes. Spread opened at, at plus four. For the Bengals, uh, four points seems like a lot for a Super Bowl, but um, 
we'll see. I think it's going to be a great game. Can I both both quarterbacks playing in their first Super Bowl? But can you pick? I don't know. Can you can you pick Stafford to lose to someone that's in their second year? I we'll see. Joe Burrow's a different animal. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one thing that Stafford has going for him is it is a home game. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. It's a home game, but. The AFC is technically the home team, and the Bengals can kick the Rams out of their own locker room. Uh, which they, I'm sure they probably will. Yeah. But that doesn't matter when they get out no. on the field to oh, the no, crowd. No, no, no. no. The but crowd is going to be heavy towards yeah, – uh, It's sure. going to be – I mean, it's a home game. It, that's going to make a difference. That's going to cause a couple false starts. That might cause a delay a game. That's going to make a difference. Yeah. I don't think it will because Joe Burrow just played in one of the toughest stadiums in the league with the loudest noise in the league in he the Arrowhead. So I don't. I'm. I, he's that, he's, that with, he's past that point. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I'm. I'm uh, the, we'll talk about this more next week. But the matchup I think we're all curious to see is Chase versus Ramsey, right? I'm, I'm excited I, for that. I'm actually that's probably the matchup I'm most. I'm excited. excited I'm excited for that. But yeah, be fun. Well, we'll talk about see, that later. And to see if the Cincinnati offensive line uh, can protect Joe Burrow. That I think because is because Von Miller and Aaron Donald are going. Hunting. Yeah, but watch the tape that San Francisco does against Aaron Donald. You should be okay. San Francisco has a way better offensive line. Yeah, but it's all Cincinnati, about scheme. Cincinnati has maybe the worst offensive line in the but league. But it's also about scheme, too. I, well, I understand that. Watch but, watch the tape of how they slide the line to, against Aaron Donald. It's it, Yeah, okay, there's talent there's talent difference, but still, you can have a scheme to pr- protect you from Aaron Donald. Yeah, you can. We'll yeah. see. We'll, I mean, yeah. we've seen it. We've seen teams scheme to get the defensive linemen. I've been before, watching so. the NFL films at 3 a.m. the last couple <laughs> nights, so need that's to, all I know that. A lot of quick... Quick outs to Jamar Chase. Let him run after the catch. Should be interesting. They got. I mean, Burrow's got three pretty talented wide receivers on that team. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens to Uzma, Mixon. Like, nothing but talent loaded on the offensive side of the ball for both these teams. Yeah, was, I saw today they said Uzama is hoping to play, which who knows what that means. But when he came out on crutches with an air cast on, that didn't look too promising. Yeah. Damn him in my... DraftKings this weekend. Yeah, he was uh, I, he was set up really well to have a good game. Yeah, but before all that happened, Saturday night was the Royal Rumble. Lesnar takes down the men's Royal Rumble match, and it went down exactly the way that we predicted here last week. Did we get any picks wrong? Uh, I mean, it, there was kind of no way for us to get picks wrong. I don't even know. I'm not even quite sure who won the Edge. Beth Phoenix, Ms. Maurice match because who cares? <laughs> uh, but uh, it wasn't Ms. No, I guess I'll I'll take your word for yeah. it. I know I watched it, but I don't recall. I was too excited to get to the Royal Rumble match because that was the match before. But uh, Reigns retains his championship. Seth Rollins wins on a disqualification. Uh, Burns called that one. We'll take that as a check. Lesnar loses to Bobby Lashley after interference by Roman Reigns, correctly predicted or correctly predicted by yours truly here last week. Go back and listen to it if you want. What a stretch call, Kyle. Yeah, I know, crazy. <laughs> and then Out Lesnar, on a limb. Whoa. And then, <laughs> and then Lesnar goes on to win the Royal Rumble to main event WrestleMania. 
The heaven announced again. He's taking on Reigns. Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, crazy. is this 2015? Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it would be really nice if we could get some different shit going on. Like, we and you can Chris Burns with all elite wrestling on TNT and TBS. It is what real pro morale is, is down about. in the WWE because Vince McMahon changed 75 percent of the show on Royal Rumble Saturday though throughout the week to Saturday afternoon. Yeah, when is he going to stop doing that? I will. I will start watching WWE again. I think we both know the answer to that question. Sucks. When he is gone, and yeah. Triple H is running that damn show. Yeah, well, and when Brian Danielson comes back and Johnny Moxley comes back and joins the Shield, and um, and then Kurt Angle. That was the one interesting thing about the Seth Rollins Roman Reigns match. One that opened the show, which I thought was weird because I figured it'd be the Lesnar match, but. Uh, Seth Rollins has been using like the whole Shield thing, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, came out of the fans into the Shield yeah, music, right? Wearing the vest. the vest and everything, and yeah, it was kind of a fun. Well, thing. we we and, talked about it off, and Pat McAfee did did bring up Mox on air too, which I thought was kind of weird. We we talked about it off air, you and I. <laughs> I was trying to think of the word there. Um, now that Moxley is sober, he looks a lot better too. You know, maybe because he is sober and he doesn't have that anger. <laughs> he doesn't have that anger. Do you think you'd ever come back to WWE, do the Shield thing for a minute, and then have that final, that triple threat match that we've all been waiting for for the last 10 years? I, I think it's the, I think it would be the one thing that a lot of diehard wrestling fans would be looking for to happen. Like, there's there's a handful of things. You want to see... The Rock versus Reigns, not going to happen this year. Do we? I people do like it's a, at least a, excuse me. It's a different opponent for Roman Reigns because he's pretty much been barreling through everyone. But at least they finally turned him heel and didn't try to force. Fine, that, that's been the best thing they've done in the last five years. No, I completely agree. And uh, but I think Moxley or Ambrose Reigns Rollins. At WrestleMania, when it was supposed to happen, when Rollins was the champ, uh, is what a lot of fans do want to see there. But I think a lot of fans want to see a lot of stuff that we missed out on five in the last five to ten years that could have been WrestleMania main events. Mm-hmm. You know, Punk, Punk, Brian, uh, Dana Bryan could have been a great one. Yeah, it's called Vince McMahon. Stop touching things. Yeah, just know, like, he, he thinks that the, the late 1980s formula is still going to work, rather than the fact that now... Now that now the these smaller guys are more athletic, they're more right, more like, entertaining. Well, and the people that really have the disposable income to go and spend money on pro wrestling are, like, diehard pro wrestling fans that are over the age of 18 and want to see, like, good pro wrestling. They don't want to see the same old thing we've been seeing for the last 30 plus fucking years. Well, they're missing the boat on the comedic side. You know, back in the, those mid card guys back in the nineties were some of the reasons that it was the male soap opera for us. Well, yeah, the wrestling is great and the personalities are great, but the male soap opera effect is why we watched it indirectly. You know, oh, that's the reason. I am dealing. I am just loving the anger coming off you today. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I'm going to smother myself in it. But, like, you know, I miss the guys, like, the Val Venuses and the Al Snows. And, like, well, they can't get away with a Val Venus character like that they now. Can. Come on. Yeah, but they don't want to go. They want to be that. Oh, they're, that's why they're losing money. So maybe we should change the formula. Yeah. Fuck them. Well, now 
Disney just picked up to carry WWE Network and like. Oh, cool! Now we're gonna have like, now we're gonna Mickey Mouse and Minnie be the tag team against Miz and Maurice. I can't wait. That'll be just wonderful. Uh Huh? Huh? Well, and the one thing they had good going for them was the NXT brand, and they completely Vince McMahon fucked that up. They completely switched up everything in NXT. Got rid of everybody that was down there, and all the guys that were big players in NXT that were looking to be the next big thing in WWE left, went to AEW and they're huge stars in AEW because of the fact that like the majority of people pro wrestling is not as family friendly as it was 20 to 30 years ago. People don't, people have other things they'd rather do. And the diehard pro wrestling fans are not being catered to the way they should. I can go keep doing it. Keep going with my anger. Ronda well, Rousey wins the women's Royal Rumble match, like the Cowboy correctly predicted, and yeah, we pretty much guessed everything correctly. So if you want to know what's going to happen in most things, you should probably tune into our show because somehow we get it right, except the Forty ers Oh fuck you! I <laughs> guessed that four months ago. Yeah, assholes. Why? I don't. What I don't understand about the last five years is you know, uh. Brian, Dana Bryan got hurt. That kind of fucked derailed a lot of things, right? Then you acquire Finn Balor. You fuck up that whole thing. Right. You fuck up yeah. the whole... Yeah. What was his persona? The demon. The, the demon. demon. You fucked up Bray Wyatt and that whole situation. You ruined stuff, that. That stuff was all so entertaining. That was the most was entertaining so about entertaining. it. And then you have, you're trying to throw Reigns as a fucking face down your throat. And then you finally realize, oh, he's better as a heel. And Duh. You fuck up the whole shield thing. They fucked up C- the whole CM Punk thing. CM Punk walked because he probably saw it all coming before any of us saw it. But, like, the, well, what blows my mind is the Finn Balor and you bring AJ Styles. You could have done a, some sort of beat Bullet Club-esque type of thing, but you didn't. Well, this is... Because the- you're so scared of, well, this is what happened to you. Fuck, fuck all that. They have catered to making money off their old stars for so long. And now and they, they, their they, old stars can't like they lost, like Undertaker retired. The rock's gone. John Cena's pretty much got one foot like, out the door. Quit bringing all back these guys are gone. Fucks. And like, I saw a meme that was like, they've been talking all this talk about the forbidden door, you know, the companies sharing talent going back and forth, all this talk that's been happening lately. And someone shared to me that was like, thanks WWE for opening up the forbidden door to the UFC because Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar win the matches, which whatever, but like, you know, they kind of wasted an entrant in the men's Royal Rumble match on Shane McMahon because mm-hmm. what Shane McMahon was going to come out 28th and win the thing. Like, right. you know, that would have been the most ridiculous thing. I, I had seen the same thing you read that we talked about before the show started where Matt Riddle was originally supposed to be the Royal Rumble winner, and I think that would have been spectacular. Yeah, because it's not Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns for once. Right. Like, even Big E, even giving him another shot. The most like, exciting thing was when Kofi won the championship. No, I know, but that was a whole, and that was a whole other thing. But you know what I mean? Different, yeah. Quit, quit with the rain. Like I, I like Reigns as a heel or whatever. Lesnar's great. He's been one of the best ones for twenty years now. Get over it. Get what? over bringing back the Undertaker. Thank God, I love the Undertaker. He's one of the best of all time. But thank God that phase is gone. Yeah, right. Over it. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the Rock coming back. Over it. I don't want to see Triple H, Triple H wrestle anymore. Over it. You have all this. You had all this new talent that you brought in. He fucking blew it. AJ Styles, Finn Balor, 
Bray Wyatt, those three right there could have been mid-card spectacular things for your company. They could have been main, main Sh- event. Shinsuke, Nakamura. They could have Nakamura. Nakamura. They could have been, yeah. but they could have been mid-card spectacular people also. Good point, Cowboy. Just like, fucked it up. It was actually fun. It, the, the beginning of the Royal Rumble was a little fun because they brought out AJ Styles. Did you watch first. it? First, yeah. They brought out AJ Styles first. And they brought out Nakamura second. You know, so they had their they oh, had Wrestle, their little Wrestle Kingdom or Wrestle Kingdom main event from like five or six years ago. Yeah. The first thing I thought was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, like, this yeah. is but this is what they should have done five years ago. WWE, right, right. and they're Let's not keep doing, doing it. Shit but like they like should have done this a long time ago. Right? They're now they're playing catch up. Is yeah. my point? If they would have done this five years ago, they would have probably made. I can't say that necessarily, but AW. E or whatever. AEW. AEW. What did I say? AEW. Aww. AEW root beer. AEW root beer E. That's a new snippet for the for the opening music. Fuck off. Uh, but if they would have done that five years, it could have been a different story. No, I completely agree. Like it's, it's it's too late now. It, it, it's, they're it playing, is they're playing catch up. Right. Things they're, they're gonna have to open the forbidden door at some point just to be just to be a viable option. It sounds like a fucking next Harry Potter movie. I need to eat Harry Potter and the Forbidden Door. I need to eat like eight more of these to calm my ass down. What? (laughs) Sounds like a a really bad Harry Potter porno. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'd be the Forbidden Backdoor, Kyle. Either way, it's a Where is Harry Potter's (laughs) Forbidden Door? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Socks, I love your sweatshirt. Hey, I'm not naked this week. Yeah, thank God. Burns, you're wearing the same... You're naked like yeah, you were last yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least yes, I get the transition. Yeah, right. I know. This is the first time in lob. 23 episodes. Hey, hey, the Lob City episode. You got that one. Good work. Stop it. I could, I didn't want to put his airness or the go because we all knew that's what Chris Burns was going to bring up. Well, because there's no... I know, but I try to keep it Detroit sports and then the NASCAR thing. I can't wait till till next week's 24 episode because you know whose number that is? Kiefer Sutherland's. Ooh. Okay, well, you just... He's not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. You just ruined the setup for my jokes. It doesn't even matter anymore. I'll tell you next week. Surprise you. Were you going to say Kiefer Sutherland? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Sox Sanchez. That's mm. very. That was my. That was my true. high school number. That's hundred percent true. That was my high school number and your birthday number. Yeah, that is. And Ken Griffey Jr. and Travis Fryman. Those are my top. Griffey. 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 I mean, yeah. Griffey was is the second yeah. my favorite baseball player of all time. But your sweatshirt is awesome. Oh, so yeah, feast. Spring dot com is where you can go and search no Spinebuster. H. No H. Search Spinebuster Sports. Get some feast gear. Dan was complimenting me on my coffee mugs. Solid. Yeah, Dan was rocking his Spinebuster Sports uh, T-shirt this weekend. Uh, they are the West Mi- Inch Pub. The Misfits are. Hold on. Let me. Before you transition, I want to tell you what Blake told me that he was wearing tonight because it's Dan okay. and it's awesome. But to remind everybody, February thirteenth, Super Bowl Sunday, Main Street Pub in Portage on South West Inch, the Spinebuster Sports Super Bowl party. We will have 275 domestic bottles, dollar off hard seltzers featuring the new Bud Light hard uh, soda seltzers for the cowboy over there. I saw, you know what? I saw a commercial for those. I haven't tried them. I, I can't decide. A couple people tried them, so they taste just like soda pop. Interesting. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. And, and football bingo with tons of prizes. We'll have some... Uh, 
some beer mirrors to give away. I think there's an air fryer, maybe a margarita glass set. We'll have Spinebuster Sports pint glasses, Spinebuster Sports t-shirts, and all the fun that you can stuff in Main Street Pub Portage. It's mm, a lot of fun. Call Main Street Pub Portage to make your reservations. There are not many tables left. Do I have a table? Oh, we have a table. Are you going? Yes. I'm proud of you. I was nervous about you <laughs> missing out. I was going to beat your ass. I love you guys. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you heard it here first. The cowboy will be in the building, folks. <laughs> We're getting you a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> I already have one. Of course you do. And, uh, Main Street Portage, <laughs> hold you, on, hold I'm on. I need you in a button-up shirt and a bolo tie. <laughs> because I'm playing heel this week and I'm angry, Main Street Portage better start repping up their posts about the feast and that it's not your podcast. It's your mine and burns podcast. <laughs> Kyle getting yeah. all the credit. Bullshit. We know who the host is of the talent. They, they, there's only one person there that actually knows who, like, that works there currently, I think, that actually knows who both of you are. Who, Shannon? Man. Yeah. Who? Shannon. Yeah. Uh, well, Shannon would, but uh, Paul, actually. Oh, Pauly. yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old Paul. Oh, Paulie. Paulie. Yeah, Paulie. So we were talking about that yesterday. What well, up, people can know who I am. Paul's oh. probably not listening. Yeah. It's <laughs> on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, Wow, yeah, it's crazy how it used to know everybody and yeah, not a bad thing. Well, you it's not a bad and thing. your picture's not even on the wall anymore. Ah, yeah, so yeah, where did where did it go? But like Derek and Peggy will be there. So where did the picture a, go? Oh, it's in a closet at my house. You have it? Yeah, I yeah. just want to make sure you had it. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, Liv used to have it displayed, but <laughs> that did not go I well. Put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they keep falling? Never mind. All right, uh, Dan is wearing a Spinebuster sports shirt. Under their Hogwarts alumni sweatshirts. <laughs> I knew there was a funny part of that. Uh, they're, the Misfits are playing at Knob Hill, their home course. They are, uh, they were losing 2-6. to six. They are now uh, brought it up back up to 5-6. to six. Just up to Ooh, you. Ooh, don't mean, call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Danny Ice. Danny Banana Pants. <laughs> uh, his first game he did have his 12th career hat trick. I think he's Ooh. on 12. I have no idea. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, that does uh, it for this Oh, they're six six. They're tied. Uh, Tee Spring. Oh my goodness. Okay, now you can call it a comeback. I'm eager with anticipation <laughs> to know if the Misfits will win or not. Uh, what do they play to? Seven. They play thir- twelve games. For some reason, they play twelve games. I thought it was thirteen. I was. They've 12. already played twelve. Yeah. Six. Oh, wow. Plus six is twelve. We will be right Math back after this. Are we playing Tee <laughs> Yes. Spinebuster Sports. Search it. Tee Tee. Not Tee Tee. Spring. Dot com. Search the stuff. Buy it. Go. Hey, Burns, you know where I got this sweet Spinebuster Sports hoodie? Where? T. You know where I got this sweet Spinebuster Sports shirt? Where? T. You know where Socks got his sweet The Feast hoodie at, Burns? Where? T. Or his sweet The Feast beach towel at? Where? T. That's teespring.com. T-E-E-T-S-P-R-I-N-G.com for all your Spinebuster Sports and The Feast merchandise needs. No H's. Uh, uh, welcome back to the feast brought to you by spine Buster sports episode 23 once again we appreciate you hanging with us and listening keep spreading the word about us we are uh, continuing to grow the best we can uh for everybody that knows we are you know our, our slow go slow god can I talk? Who am we, I? We both, me and you both have had this problem today. <laughs> um, we, Michigan. <laughs> wonder what it could sports, be. Sports, Michigan and comedy. You know, when the sports starts winding down, we brought that up a little bit earlier about doing some other topics. Um, where was I going with this? 
Oh no! So, uh, so I brought. Up where I think we're going to do is starting doing a new segment. A uh, new segment that I'm going to be throwing out there as uh, my favorite YouTube video of the week. Now, obviously, they're going to be my favorite YouTube videos of the last I don't know 15 years. We got, we got plenty in the chamber for we, this one. I, we got a lot of feedback about Guy in a Buffalo. A lot of feedback about <laughs> so Guy in a Buffalo. So with that being said, if so you like that. So many people said something to me. I just I know, I know a lot. Not everybody knows who exactly who I am, but if you know who I am, I got a lot in the chamber, everybody. So um, I will start giving you details of where, what to search, uh, what to look for. Um, so stay tuned to that. And then up right now, Kyle's got uh, a good little thing for us. Yeah, one of my uh, one of our listeners, one of my regulars, uh, Mike Boyd, is a veteran. He uh, just retired from the army, and he has caught on with our little episode number thing we do. You know that all of our numbers sure. have something to do with Detroit sports and whatnot, or g- greats with that number. And he wished he would have gotten a hold of us last week for uh, twenty two because he wanted us to put out there. And I have uh, absolutely no issues talking about this. Is Prevent 22, it's a movement, a shocking 22 U.S. military veterans take their own lives every day. And Prevent 22 is a movement to try to bring that number down to zero. So if anybody out there would like to donate to these causes, please uh, just Google Prevent 22. I saw a bunch of different websites you could go to to donate. And if anyone out there is having any problems and is uh, going through their issues and uh, need some help, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. For Veterans Press 1, that's the National Suicide Hotline to get some help and try to get you back up on your feet and do whatever you can because that is a, a really shockingly large number. Too so. large. Too large. Very well. Uh, thank you, Mr. Boyd, for um, uh, giving that information and let us do that for, um, for everybody out there. Yeah. You're never ever alone, never alone. And especially, you know, for us males, you know, we're supposed to be tough guys of the households, you know, and that's, you know, whatever. Uh, it is never, never, never shameful to talk to somebody. Um, not everyone is, you know, perfect. Okay. To not be okay. Exactly. Absolutely. So, uh, up next right now. Yeah. Talking to the hand, quick little Michigan. This is that part of that Michigan sports thing that I was talking about earlier. If you first time listening, we have music that prompts everything. So Kyle, hit that beat. Must have done the beat, ho. Talk to the hand. Welcome back. Well, not really back because it was like thirty, not even thirty seconds. Talk to the hand. This is where we talk about Michigan sports. Specifically, Michigan sports. Yes. Nothing. Oh, is that your, is that your dance? Just, that's just my dance. Do you have a dance? No. Truffle shuffle. It's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of fist pumping, if I remember correctly, or maybe it's line dancing now. No, remember it's the dance from uh, the Bruce Springsteen. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh what do you got first? What 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 wonderful Detroit team are we trying to talk about right now? Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> Yay. They you know, I missed it because I was taking a nap before this show. They did a prospect um thing on Red Wings Live today and I missed it. But anyway, go ahead. Hit me with some knowledge, Kyle. Wednesday, the Blackhawks defeat the oh, Red Wings eight to five. Entertaining game. Entertaining as hell. Todd Bertuzzi with a goal and assist. Fabry with a goal and assist. Suter Larkin and Cider with goals. Yeah. 
Raymond Ronick and Osterley with assists. Very good. Red Wings fall behind 4-0 after the first. Came back to, I think it yeah. was two or three to four. And then the uh, Blackhawks put it on. Uh, Dylan Larkin's yeah. on a freaking roll, and uh, he's turning into that player that we all thought he, his offensive game is coming together. And good, I'm, I'm happy for him. Yeah, yeah, it was. Got a goal tonight? He's got a goal against Anaheim tonight, yes. Ooh. Well, then Friday, the. The Detroit Red Wings beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 3-2 in an Because the Penguins can't out. fly if you listened last week. Because <laughs> they're inferior because they cannot fly. <laughs> Goals by Smith and Zadina. Zadina, assist. first one in like 18 games. Good for him. A Smith, uh, assist by Valeno. Valeno, another point. He's been playing. He's his. These young guys are not putting. Some of these guys. Well, I'm talking, keep going. I keep getting on my rants. Rasmussen, Gagne, and Letty. Uh Assist. Yeah. Uh, si- oh, yeah. Those guys were assists. And Raymond uh, with the lone goal in the shootout to yeah. for him. Yeah, he's special. Special guy, that guy. We got another game, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Saturday, the Maple Leafs defeated the Red Wings 7-4 to in an extreme, extremely disappointing loss for the Red Wings. Larkin had two goals in, a, in an assist. Uh, Nemestikov had a goal in an assist. Bertuzzi had a goal. Fabry had two assists. Cider with two assists. Raymond with an assist. Hey, at least the top six players on the team are chugging. Uh, our defensive coverage has been awful. Vrana should be back hopefully end of February, March. That will give us a solid top six. Whether he's Did he start practicing this week? He's skating. He's not. Okay. He's still no contact. Um, that'll be an interesting top six. Going back to the youngins of Rasmussen, Zadina, Valeno. The new age thing is to pull the trigger on some of these prospects. I we're, I don't think we're going to do that. Now, Eisenman has done it before when he was at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay drafted a player named Jonathan Druin out of Canada Junior, I think third or fourth overall. It was kind of well, why we drafted him. For the, trade him for Sergeyev to Montreal and a pick. Great trade kind of for both teams, but that could be something potentially he could do with somebody like Zadina. Valeno was a top prospect before he got. We drafted him at thirty. I, I still think there's a lot of hope, and still, my thing is, is, yeah, you might draft somebody in the first round. They might not be the all star, but you still need role players. So somebody like Rasmussen, I still like. He's a big body. He's been on the penalty kill. He wins faceoffs. You know, maybe yeah, you may not score thirty goals, but not everybody is. Well, <clears throat> we've got a bunch of cap space upcoming, oh, yeah, and we're gonna fill all the holes we need to. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Those boys are going to be Detroit filling all the holes. Yeah. yeah. Forbidden door. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you're, you're right because it's going to come down to we're going to trade one, two, three, four prospects for a player. Right. And then, yeah, and we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna spend the money that we have because we yeah. are close enough to. We're just deciding on one. We're going to take care of our own players. Mm-hmm. Cider's going to get paid in three years. Raymond's going to get paid now in three years. Mm-hmm. Zadita's contract technically is up after the year. He's not going to get paid like he probably – could have. Mm-hmm. Um, Rasmussen, for those kind of purposes, signed a three-year, like $1.5 million a year deal. That might be a nice transition deal there for. Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi, he got paid this yeah. past year. Yep. Um, Larkin, he's coming up, not this year, but next year. He's mm-hmm. eligible to resign, so he's going to get paid again. So we got to take care of these players. Nadelkovich, maybe eventually. Cider. You know, so now we then we charge training prospects that when they come over the pond, one, two, three prospects, draft mm-hmm. big, get a player that we're gonna spend money on, mm-hmm. and then you start, you know. Moving on up. 
And currently with 7.42 left in the third, the Red Wings are tied with the Ducks. 1-1 at home. And uh, currently we're right around the halfway point of the season. Yeah. Uh, who is your Detroit Red Wings MVP so far? Uh, I am picking Dylan Larkin. Yeah, that seems. Yeah, with how he's played lately. It's, yeah. Uh, Mo Sider is a. Dude, Sider. He, he, his. Him this week getting getting a little chippy with Sidney Crosby. Oh, that was Thank you for who? That. And he played Matthew, Austin Matthews too. You're right. I Thank you for bringing that up. One of the great. You know, he was talking about his finesse game and these plays that he makes, like very patient on the blue line. He's doing like all these weird Lidstrom things. He's 20, 19, 20 years old. And then Crosby's a dickhead. I mean, Crosby's a great player, but he's a freaking cheap mm-hmm. shot dickhead. Mm-hmm. Was giving it to him on that shoulder punch and fucking cider in his face. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. in the NHL mm-hmm. now. People know who Mo Cider is. Mm-hmm. And especially for the last two games against <laughs> Crosby and Matthews, I'm, I'm, Good for him, and I can't wait for his first NHL fight with somebody. And well, I can't wait till he starts crown-walling people, too, because the, when he was in Sweden and uh, in the AHL last year, he's a he's a hitter, like, crown-wall style. Just wait. There's there's that potential special. Victor Hedman special. Yeah, it got me. When I was doing all my recaps uh, today, it got me looking at that stuff and seeing him get all, yeah, getting that, all chippy. It's he's he's becoming <laughs> as a twenty year old, he's becoming a leader of that team, which is another thing too. Um, but you know, I think a lot of people stem off the energy that Larkin brings. You know, Larkin's a finesse player, he's a great two way player, but he gets scrappy, he gets mm-hmm. pissed every once in a while. He kind of reminds me of Jonathan Taves in Chicago because he's kind of a hothead, but he's a controlled hothead and he's a right time hothead. And you need those players to stick up for your team. You know, when somebody hits your best player, whether it's Fabry or Sider, he steps up into the plate and lets them know, hey, we're not going anywhere. Now, you can't have them doing it all the time, so you still need some tough guys behind you. But it's good to see those guys. Even Raymond kind of gets, like, he's a, he's not going to hit you, but if he's if you're going to put a hand in his face, he's going he's gonna to give it back, and I like that. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, disappointing to say the least a couple times this week, but yeah. winning a game that I didn't think we were going to win either. So, yeah, uh, Pickard played good. I mean, he doesn't, he's our AHL goalie, mm-hmm. kind of stepped up and, um, you know, took advantage of the situation. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, Wednesday, the Kings march into Detroit to battle with the Red Wings, and the All Star game is this week. Oh, that's weekend right. With regular season play to resume next week. Yep, so. three on, they do a three on three tournament. Uh, each division plays pairs off, and then they get the final. So it's is that my phone? No, that wasn't them. I don't know what it was. What was my phone? <laughs> oh, it was your phone. Uh, your so that's entertaining. Skills so, competition on Friday. I believe it's on ESPN. No. So, Burns. Cool. You're right over there, buddy. I'm great. Okay, I love you. Love you. Thank you. God damn it. I feel the love. I love you too, but he needed to hear it. He was looking weird. (laughs) (laughs) Next, uh, Detroit Pistons. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. Tuesday, the Nuggets defeated the Pistons 110 to 105. Cade Cunningham led all scores with 34 points and also had eight rebounds and eight assists. Uh, Best game he's played. Yeah. That game was dynamite. Yeah. He played a great game. Uh, They. They've made Denver look pretty bad lately, which is weird. Denver's just looked pretty bad yeah. in general. They, they, the Nuggets no. have been terrible. Um, it would be nice to see Cade start to string those together. <laughs> well, the next game. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the next wah, game. Wah. Yep. Next game, he shot 3 of 17. Yeah. <laughs> Friday. Started out the, over 9. The Pistons could not. 
pull around out of their head in Orlando against the Magic. <laughs> they lost 103 to 119. <laughs> Bay with 17 points. Lyles with 18. Uh, I believe Hayes came America's out. America's most reliable network is going ultra. With Verizon. <laughs> What's that? Too much technology. <laughs> um... Killian Hayes came off the. I, I, I'm still a Killian Hayes fan right now. Killian Hayes came off the bench, had 11, six and six. I I really liked the way he looked coming off the bench, uh, and kind of when Cade went and sat down, Killian was kind of running the. It's probably what needs to there. happen, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Hayes's defense is still underrated. When him and Diallo were playing, if him and Diallo came off the bench and spelled and played together, that backcourt pressure. I, Detroit needs to find an identity. Of what they want to do, of how they want to play, and what kind of team. Well, they, they just be. need to mature. They need they're and and they're a ways away from it because they're going to draft another top three pick, and oh, they're going to need some guy. time to mature. And yeah. it, the team just needs time. Uh, I it, if who knows if Killian Hayes is a part of that future or not. We'll see. I it, if he's willing to just not really get paid that much, then probably. But like, I don't uh, think he's willing. I mean. Like, he doesn't really have an option, I guess. He's. It, I, don't I don't know. I don't know if he's a part of the future there. I think so. Um. Yeah, they're just they're just not there. Yeah. Look at there. And then Sunday, the Pistons defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers one fifteen one hundred five. Bay leads all scores with thirty one. Cunningham goes triple. Or, uh, yeah, second triple double yeah. of the season with nineteen ten and ten. Beef Stew does a little double double with fourteen and twelve. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know. It came. Uh, I know they're down by fifteen. They're down like by fifteen. Seventeen to out. two. It was fifteen zero. Oh, mm-hmm. even better. Yeah. And <laughs> battled back. Uh, Cade had one hell of a second half. Uh, and yeah, Pistons beat the Cavaliers. A, very, a pretty decent Cavaliers team too. Yeah. yeah, I think they were missing some players, but I think Darius Garland was out. He oh, he was back. playing. What, did he play? Because yeah, they kept. Mentioning did he leave early? Because he he has got a back issue that has been. No, because they kept they kept talking about how he averaged he's averaged a double double last oh, okay. month. All right, he's not playing tonight, so. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's it's disappointing that Cleveland's ahead of us, but whatever. Yeah. So, what do you think about Cade, uh, rookie of the year so far? No, no, because uh, you have Franz, you have. Mobley's been playing well. Mobley is actually the odds-on favorite right now. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Franz is kind of Franz. Franz is chilled out a little, bit. a little bit. Yeah, um, it's pretty much. I thought it's pretty it was, much a two-man race. I thought it was like what I was seeing, at least scoring per game. It's definitely what Cade and then Mobley, and then I want to say Franz is up there too. But then the rest of it kind of distances themselves. Typically, there's you know three. It's, or it's four. a two. It's a two-man race, yeah. but. Um, but Mobley, I think, and is but there's still Mobley's got well. a stranglehold on it right now. But there's still yeah. half a year left, and if Cade starts playing, right. he you right. know he started off late because he was hurt, yep. you know, in training camp, preseason, yada yada yada. Now if he starts playing 36 to 40 minutes a game, mm-hmm. I think it could be different. If if the Cavs, I think it'll be tough if the Cavs stay in contention and go to the playoffs and yeah, but and Mobley's a big part of it. But for then, rookie of the year, then, I think it's more. I personally think it's more statistical <laughs> driven. It, it, I, I tend to yeah, – I'd probably agree in most cases, but when you've got a team that if they go from getting the number two pick to the sixth seed in the playoffs because they added – a big reason because they added – that their roster didn't change a whole bunch. Yeah, but well, those I mean, players what, finally grew up, though. Right, but that's a big jump. That's a huge leap. 
I, and, I just, he's a, I, and he's a big part of it. I just think potentially Cade's going to be more of a of the the balls of the team than Mobley is in Cleveland. Oh, I don't and disagree. I, I, he I, will one hundred percent. And I for, think if he has a good second half, I think that will change could change the course. Of yeah, it, it absolutely could. What do you think, Kyle? Good answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think if Cade can start stringing game, I, uh, no. a, a couple of games together of playing this rather than seems like he has one good game and then he kind of disappears for a game and then he comes back but like I just want him to play I want him to play 36 minutes a game at the least every game. Mhm. I mean I don't I, I don't be, I understand the whole like I don't want him to get hurt. I'm, you can, you're always going to have a chance to get hurt no matter what how many minutes yeah, you play. I'm ready for the play Dwayne up. Casey experiment to be over. But he's boy he's got a he's got a history of teaching these young guys how to play basketball. He did it in Toronto, so it's going to be a couple of years before that happens. Yeah, I yeah. His, line, his his lineups and and oh, it's garbage right now. Me it's yeah, we talk about it all the time. They're not good. Garbage, it, right? So like, it, like Magruder was going off the bench having twelve, and now so he's not is, playing. Is Dwayne Casey the guy that you're bringing this team to the next level with, or if he's not, then make the change now. No, I think don't let you, it get you, farther because he's it. better with the youth talent. You get him through one two years. If he doesn't take that step, then you go. Yeah. Because he's had the track record of doing it. Yeah. Deal with Van Fleet, you know, uh, Anobi, Sykem or whatever, Sykem. Siakam. Siakam, that guy. Nadalkovich. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, so he's got. Namaste. That, that, that's why they'll be patient. Now, yeah. what happened to their defense over the offseason blows my mind a little bit in their defensive schemes because they were a much def- better defensive team last year, and that's what's kind of grinding my gears a little bit, but. They're also all these guys are in their sophomore years. You sometimes have your sophomore slumps. We'll see what next year brings after the draft, and hopefully you get some assets of some of these Trey Lyles, Olenek, Jeremy Grant type players. The only the only assets you're going to grab are going to be for Jeremy Grant. The other guys are going to yeah, be throw-ins you, for deals. They're going to be yeah, but even things you, you to make contracts work the right way financially. Some, some of these GMs like those second-round picks, so even if you get those, you can well, make... Well, second-round picks don't mean shit. Some of these GMs love those second-round picks. Yeah. And you can... You, I mean, the guy's been around the block. He did it for Oklahoma City. Yeah. Look at how many fucking picks they have. Yeah. That was to his credit. Yeah, and they're now the worst team in the league. Yeah, but then they also have... What? Very close. 23 first-round picks in the next six years or something crazy? Yeah, it's something, something ridiculous. So, yeah. Just you know, tonight the Pelicans fly into town for a game with the Pistons. Thursday, the hungry Timberwolves will be in Detroit for to face the Stones, and then Friday the Celtics bounce into town as Detroit finishes up its four game homes home stand against Boston. Then Sunday, Detroit. Thanks, Duran Then Sunday, Detroit goes on the road to Minnesota for an afternoon game that'll be just too sweet. Hopefully. I wish we had cameras for that. Uh, cool. Get it? Because they're wolves. I get it. <laughs> Wolf pack. Yes. Yeah. And one last little note NCAA basketball, Michigan State oh. beat Michigan 83 to 67. Wow. We were there in, in halftime. And yeah. And, it, and, another one of our second half collapses, and Juwan decided to play three power forwards at the same fucking time again for half the second half. Like what or why? When is this gonna stop? I don't know. And because eventually you have to really start laying some blame on him 
for the way that he's using his lineups. It's really bad. Yeah, I don't know. And everybody sees it. And we've talked about it before. It's, I don't. It's, we were Like I said, we were there, and then we have our four-minute beginning of the second mm-hmm. half where we couldn't play defense, and we couldn't yeah. shoot the ball. Our perimeter defense is awful. Really bad. You realize, you, as a Michigan fan, basketball fan, you realize now how awesome of a defender Franz Wagner was. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have when you, and when you had Brown coming off the bench, how awesome mm-hmm. a defender he was. Mm-hmm. And basketball defense is yeah, my I, favorite thing. You know what? I, for I, this season, who it, we've still got a chance to make the the tournament, but who knows? We're firmly on the bubble, um, if not a little bit on the outside of it. Long term, it doesn't concern me. No, Juwan will. Juwan stepped into a situation. That was already there in really good shape from Beeline yeah. and had some of his guys. It's it, Juwan is now coming out of that and he is going to have to figure it out. And I I have full confidence that he will, but it's not going to come without growing pains. And that's what we're seeing right now. And I think that he will learn a lot from this season, regardless of what ends up happening. And, you know, we'll be better for it in the long run. One well, of my favorite things about Beeline is the fact that he could recruit two, three-star players and turn mm-hmm. them into three- and four-star players. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, we always talk about recruiting and prospects and the top classes of football and mm-hmm. basketball. Um, you know, you still need to roll players and you still need to gel. So you can, right. you can have three top-ten guys. You know, Kentucky had that team. Right. And they, they yeah, were goofy. They're, yeah, they were ridiculous. So they did that They did that for, like, a good seven-year stretch then, or something. And they got away with it once yeah. of making it, yeah. right? Um, now, they're always good teams. But I think at the end of the day, I think team chemistry and if you get if you get two top 25 guys and then get a three-star that comes off the bench and plays great. You know, you need those type of guys. Well, there's, there's something I believe in that said. philosophy more than getting seven top 25 guys and trying to make it work with oh, playing time and the egos and talent. I agree. And there's something to be said when you get late in the tournament for senior leadership and, 100%. and older guys. That's why you see yeah. That's why exactly. you see in the tournament you see some of these mid-majors that it seems like they come out of nowhere, but they beat these teams because it's a team full of – they're starting four seniors and a junior. Right. And these guys have played together for four years. One and, of them's a Zerbiak. One of them's a Kaufman. Right, yeah. right, exactly. So you've got these senior leaders that know how to play in big games, and that's why you see that in the tournament. And so – you know, I, I what Juwan did with recruiting was fantastic, right? I actually really like what he did. We he brought in two five stars and with yeah, Diabate. No, I'm not saying and, I'm not saying him, and, but I just hope that yeah, that, that, that we that don't that. go the one and done route That's what I'm forever. Yeah, 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 I do too. And but I think that it was it, you know, Diabate is going to be gone. He'll be a one and done. He'll be gone. Um, but Houston, Houston's more in the bubble now. But he's been he, he ain't going anywhere. He, he shouldn't. Can. He shouldn't. He can't. He has been awful for most of the year. To be completely honest, he's not aggressive. He doesn't play very good defense. He needs to grow into his body a little bit because he's six foot eight, two oh five, and he can't bang with anybody. Um, but his and his shooting has improved. So, but he needs at least another year. I agree. And even with Dickinson, with the way he plays the game, he shouldn't go anywhere either. No, but he uh, he doesn't he will. Really, he doesn't really have a choice because he's like twenty three already. Oh, that's true. Um, he is older. Man. So he it, he's not that he's not twenty three, but he's I think he's twenty one. Um, and as a sophomore, that's a that's really old. And the yeah, NBA it, the NBA doesn't like that. And it he's he's going to leave. 
What frustrates me about Hunter Dickinson, I think, is that after last year, I was like, oh, you know, what a great freshman year. He was fantastic. My ask and my thought was for him in the offseason, like, it's going to be great when this guy develops a move to the right. And he did not develop a move to the right at all. He still does the same exact fucking thing that he did as a freshman, which is great because he scores and he finishes all the time with his left. I mean, he probably shoots 80% on these shots with his left hand near the basket, at least. I saw him shot a couple um, ratings against State. He's just a little short right now. He, he, he'll he shoot them, but he doesn't have any moves to go that way. Everything comes no. back to the left, and everybody knows it. And they'll, they'll double-team his weak side when he's got their back to him, and then he'll try to turn into it, and then he gets in trouble. And last year when he got in trouble, we had four guys sitting on the perimeter that could all that's, bang a three. And now we've got we one. Can't. That's, you know, that's part of it that, that right, for him. Right. And yeah. so um, and what, now, now he's shooting threes, which he's actually not having a bad season. Shooting uh, he, threes. He, he was, actually looks he, all right. He was like that in high school, but when, for what he didn't shoot threes last yeah. year, it kind of blew my mind. But, but when, when Devonte Jones is your leading three point shooter, that's, that's bad. Not ideal. It should be Houston. Right. It should, it should be, be Houston, Brooks. Eli Brooks, yeah. who's been an, a monstrous but, offensive But at least he's a senior playing defense. Yeah, Hopefully that will wear yeah. long-term on right. these guys. Right. But, yeah. But, yeah, we, I mean, and, and really none of the freshmen. And we still need a bench. It, like, Kobe Bufkin hasn't really stepped up when he's come in. He, he looks a they're, little bit lost. High and hold. It, yeah. Even and, Collins has been a goofy. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like we don't have these guys that can that can just light it up from three like we did last year when we could we could kick it out and hit livers. And <laughs> Poor Kyle. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. Hey. You guys are talking Michigan sports. Go. <laughs> You're hanging on there, buddy. He, he brought this up trying to like dig into us and now we're no, just going. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I, don't no I love the fact that you guys like we're a Michigan sports show. Yeah. Like by all means, this is what we're um, here for. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we, we need it. We're, 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 we need at least another guy on a bench. You know, yeah, um, or something like that. Williams is one of those guys that's been hot and cold too. He's goofy. He's he just every time he's in the game, I'm I'm just get high anxiety. <laughs> it's like, but sometimes he doesn't it, have the shoulders like Jordan he, Morgan, right? Sometimes he does start banging threes though. He'll go out there and just start. All of a sudden, he'll hit like. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shoulders <laughs> i know what i meant um all of a sudden he you know he'll come out and he's four for four real quick but then the next There's, game he comes out and he's oh for four with three turnovers yeah. and, and four fouls it, right yeah. like it, it's so inconsistent and yeah. you know brandon john that's what does been, that's nothing what, for us that's what it's, it's been all about is the consistency yeah, of all this yeah. and brandon john's Turned, you know, he was a huge recruit that turned yeah. into more of a role player, and I mm-hmm. thought that was going to be bigger this year, especially when Livers got hurt. He almost took a step back, I feel like, from last year. But then he did that last year too, and then suddenly in the second half of the season, it was like, oh, here's here's the Brandon Johns we recruited, right. right? So, yeah, and then he 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 came up big in the tournament for us. Um, I I thought with Dickinson and then him at the four, and then Diabate coming off the bench was going to be the perfect front line rotation, and it. Can't and even you if you and even you, can't you, start, you have to start Diabate, but realistically, but even like, to have a Johns come in there even off the bench hasn't you know it sucks yeah you know that's all I got we got to talk to the hand hungry like the Wolverines yeah we do <laughs> who's hungry who's hungry <laughs> who's hungry <laughs> That's the comedy aspect of the feast brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. <laughs> Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Oh, uh, no, they're two actually different things. I guess. Weird. Amazon, 
Uh, yeah, lots of stuff that um, I'm not even sure if I know about yet. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I good. I haven't heard back from Sirius yet to get us syndicated, but, you know, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. one day. Yeah, I think that'd be, like, tomorrow. But it's all good. <laughs> Uh, after this episode, yeah, after this sure. episode, after the way we started and the way we're going, baby, that's it for this week's we talk to the hand questions soon. <laughs> we are, you get to hear the sweet questions from Facebook. Music. I can't wait. I really wish I would have changed it and gotten you, but Got I didn't. Me. Uh, yeah, so yeah, are you gonna promo something? Probably. What are you gonna promo? Tuesdays with socks, Tuesdays with socks. That's hot. Here's this, brought to you by yours truly. Thanks again for listening. We'll be right back. Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day, and Friday, and Sunday fun day, and even Monday, as the case of the Mondays. Ever think, well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m. we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Talk about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, maybe even doing your poop routine, give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. I just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Hey, party people. Welcome back to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. I hope you do have a wonderful, wonderful week. Quick shout out. Uh, he listens sometimes, I believe. Uh, but my sir, Uncle Tom, I want to wish him a speedy recovery. Hit a tree skiing. Broke his leg. Had to have an operation yesterday. Uh, hope you... Uh, Hope, hope you're doing well, well, and if you need anything, please let me know. Uh, but uh, he's a funny guy, and hope he do, he's doing okay. Uh, Red Wings news on this Tuesday morning from last live, night. Live. <laughs> live updates. Live updates at 8.54 a.m. Um, yeah, if you think it's eight, <laughs> we're in the nine o'clock hour now. Are we really? Oh, we're, we might be. It might be nine. It's a two-hour show. It might be. Hey, episode twenty-three, the best. Gonna, every time I say marathon when we're done, this does not compare to this episode. This wow, episode. did we just got weird? I, I think we got weird. I think I, I, we got South weird tonight. Park, South Park went. South Park went a little long. I went on my wrestling yeah. rant. Oh, yeah, yeah, wrestling, yeah, wrestling. But hey, uh, if it's it, it's good listening, and that's all that fucking matters. And when we don't have content to share, we will just replay this episode. Red Wings. Red Wings winning overtime against the Ducks. They went duck hunting. That was the best sound bit we've ever done. Uh, Burns, what was your bet? Dylan Larkin, two plus points at plus 360. Mm. So $25 bet brought back $112. Good job. I believe. Uh, Larkin with a goal to start the game off to put him up one nothing, and then the assist to finish the game in overtime to cash my bet for Jordan Osterley. For Jordan Osterley, Western Michigan Bronco. Uh, I'm proud of you for doing that whole hockey thing. Wow, yeah, it really right? takes some pressure. Takes some pressure off my shoulders. You damn know it. what? Hey, we're progressing. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I still cannot pronounce words. I still get sweaty. At and least we're not I, saying absolutely. And I still have this <laughs> microphone problem for some reason. I keep touching it all the time. 
Ah, uh, questions from Facebook. Feel like it's because Socks gets, feels like he's Sox a stand-up the, comedian. He's like, can, oh, wait, uh, hey, let me picture the, the two-handed snake grip <laughs> that Socks gets on his microphone. They call that a, the, the pepper grinder. <laughs> Play the fucking Facebook questions music. Today's questions from Facebook are brought to you by Low Standards and Poor Decision Making. If you can see my face right now, I'll first make fun of me doing the bald pepper grinder on myself, which is fine, (laughs) and that I do. (laughs) At least I got enough length to use two hands, boys. Uh, Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, forearm. I appreciate you told me a story where someone else in this All right. <laughs> no, it was one because he had the phone the other hand. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then we go in the play the. F- <laughs> and then we play that Facebook question music. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Yes. First, first question from Facebook from. The doctor himself. Oh, boy. Dr. Bradley Westfall. OBGYN. Based solely, <laughs> <laughs> based solely on their time on SNL, discounting stand-up, movies, and other TV shows, rank these five actors. Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, Chris Farley, Daryl Hammond, and Will Ferrell. You got this, one. Friends? Chris Farley. Mm. Two. Ooh, two's tough for me. If it's strictly on the shot, I'm still going to go Will Ferrell. Three, Phil Hartman. Four. Uh, see, this one's tough, too, because I'm I'm not a huge fan of either one. I'm going to go four, Daryl Hammond. Five, Dana Carvey. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Daryl Hammond, one, because I loved the work he did. In uh, Chris Brothers. Matthews is a haba. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Uh, haba. Dana Carvey, two. Uh, Will Farrell three. Chris Farley, four. And Phil Hartman, five. Mm. You know, with all these people that he mentioned, the one person I kind of that would go along on this list pretty well in competition would be Bill Hader, just based mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. the choices of Daryl Hammond and mm-hmm. Phil Hartman. One of the, the the favorite celebrity impressionists on the show that they've ever had. Chris Farley is one of the best physical comedy people they've ever had. Um, I had a, my I'm searching for my notes. I'm having issues. <laughs> you guys keep talking for a little bit. Well. Brad had another question just for you. They didn't make it to Facebook. For me? Yeah. Ooh. Great. <laughs> Socks, we can agree that the greatest emo song ever recorded is indeed Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison, correct? No. I disagree. <laughs> I get where he's going with that. <laughs> All I know 
about Brad and Dr. Nasty is that his favorite song is Butterfly Kisses. Butterfly Kisses. And that is a fact. <laughs> no, he loves that shit. He loves it. He also um, has a he had a he played a song uh for me at work for you, Burns. It's Bruce Springsteen covering Glenn Campbell's Rhinestone Cowboy. (laughs) 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 He goes, goes, Kyle, you'll love this. It'll remind you of Burns. (laughs) That's fantastic. It was a great moment in Main Street Pub history that happened uh, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Steve asked who I thought the five surprise entrants would be in the Royal Rumble. Answer here before the pay-per-view, and I didn't see it till this afternoon. So uh, No answer. I told him I covered Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble last week. Uh, Mike Boyd, who we talked about earlier, uh, uh, asked, outside of the obvious GOAT questions that are sure to be debated, who in the current NFL has the best chance to become the next Brady slash Big Ben slash Drew Brees? Uh, in summation, who is your QB one of the future? Okay, so first off, I guess to answer that question, those are those are three very very different Extremely quarterbacks. Extremely different to name. Um, so, and I think you could answer. I think you take one of those for one of those one three of those. out of the mix because if we're talking about who is the QB one, right? It's, it's, we which want, we want Brady. either Breeze or Brady. Well, it's, we want it's, either a Breeze or a Brady. So. I, well, in his prime, you could you can throw Roethlisberger with those guys. Yes, but we're um, talking. But we're talking go. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a few guys that have the chance to to be. I mean, Mahomes obviously has mm-hmm. the chance to be there. We you know. Joe Burrow clearly has a chance at this point. I, I mean, it's very premature, very early in his career. But if we're talking about a guy who is a number one pick that's going to be able to lead a team full of weapons for the next however many years, Joe Burrow has a chance to to do some damage. Um, Josh Allen is going to have a chance to – He's he would be more of who I would compare to like a Roethlisberger though who? type, right? Josh Allen. Thank you so much. <laughs> Keep the play um, be afloat. So, uh, so I guess I'll, uh, Josh Allen would be my. I'll still answer it that way. Josh. Josh Allen would be my Ben Roethlisberger, and I think Patrick Mahomes would be my Tom Brady, even with the loss this past Sunday. And I guess um, the Drew Brees of the. I, Justin does, Matthew, Herbert. does Matthew Stafford have time to still He's been the youngest be called do. one of the greatest of all times? If he comes if if he gets to LA, stays healthy, and goes and wins three Super Bowls? Anybody? Yes. Yeah. Any, I, I, was gonna, I was gonna mention Stafford <laughs> as my one. Kyle, Sorry. everything okay over there? I have the same issue you had. <laughs> Uh, stay, I would have I would have thrown Stafford in there. I would throw. <laughs> I don't feel so bad for me being me. God. Um, two uh, weeks in a row. Next week we'll see what happens. Next week Dude, the thing was getting the thing was falling over. That's next when I week, it. next week we're gonna go McGruber style, and our computer's gonna blow up, and we're gonna talk about how we have thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, McGruber. And then we're like, oh, this lawyer. <laughs> Uh, Stafford, yeah, Stafford. I would say Stafford, Mahomes. You can say Burrow. I'm not well, fuck Cincinnati. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go on a limb and say Justin Herbert just for fun. Son of a bitch, you took my took, one. Uh, 
that's because I forgot to mention him when we were talking about all these young quarterbacks coming up. He was actually my favorite one, and he was my favorite of that draft class. And I have faith. No, in him. I completely agree because I if I, they don't Matthew Stafford the hell out of the Chargers because that could happen because he's happen. that talent. Yeah, and that could be a parallel situation. Yeah, yeah. you'd hurt for first. I think I love uh, the Cowboys pick of the Josh Allen. Because I love me some Josh Allen, I love me some Justin Herbert as well. Uh, yeah, I, uh, my other pick would be Arch Manning, future NFL quarterback, future Arch Detroit Lion. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ! Can he pick it? Um, no, no, it was a joke. Let's not start that. It was a joke. That's, Please, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, <laughs> who'd you mention? You said Cowboy. He Josh was, Allen. He was talking about me. Mentioning I, Josh I know, Allen. and then it fucking threw me off. Uh, to answer Brad Nasty's question about SNL, real quick, my list. I would have Will Ferrell. Now I'm strictly I I like seeing stuff when I've grown up and seen it. I saw Phil Hartman and Dana Carvey after the fact. You know, I was same three, uh, four, five, yeah. six, seven years old. Yep. Doctor Nasty, you're old as fuck because you keep doing this to me, and you're like, "Whoa, best." Of, well, you know that wasn't my era. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Will Ferrell. I I love Daryl Hammond. He was on the show forever before Keenan Thompson took over the longest tenured person of all time. Mm-hmm. Loved his impressions. But that being said, Chris Farley was hilarious. Um, I will go Phil Hartman third. I'll go Daryl Hammond and Dana Carvey. I like Dana Carvey. I I loved his Bush. Um. I love yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love chopping broccoli. I love I loved what he did. Um Church Far- Lady. Church Church Lady was great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Phil Harmon, like we talked a little bit earlier, nailed everything that he did. Yeah. And if he didn't get murdered, yeah. he would his career would have been something special. Yep. yep. Um, you know, I love Chris Farley and his physical comedy on that show. When he does the lunch lady with Sandler. And then when he does the bit where he does the quotations guy and he yeah, gets lifted he, up on the thing, yeah, and he's just, Matt Foley, Matt, yeah, that, that's not. Oh Matt Foley. no, 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 You're, yeah, I'm sorry, but Matt Foley yeah. too, yeah, you know, fantastic. But Will Ferrell, he, sometimes you gotta think, you know, those guys you gotta think of these skits that Will Ferrell was in, <laughs> and it started with the cheerleaders, you know, yep. and then it went from the voice modulation guy, it went from the guy shouting at his kids on the shed, mm-hmm. um, that skit with. Uh, um, Sir Michelle Geller, when they're at the table, I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite Will, Will Ferrell skits is the one where they're in the office with and the he's Patriot kind of, party yeah, the, after nine eleven. He's, he's, casual he's, Friday, yeah, casual Friday. Friday. He's got the he's got the uh, nobody else could do that. The American flag speedo on, and, and then <laughs> Ryan Van <Vinnerica. laughs> And then they talk. You know, we, we talk about the one of the best one of the best skits of all time, which was. One of the last skits on this episode of the show was the cowbell sketch. Yep. And they talk that shirt that he's wearing <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> that whole thing is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then one of my favorite ones is when the gap when he comes out. I think um the guy from Will and Grace, what's his name? Will? Jack. Jack. That guy, but anyway. He <laughs> fucking asses. <laughs> Uh, he was hosting the show, and him and Jimmy Fallon are working at, that's not the Gap, but the department store, and Horatio mm-hmm. Sams comes in. Will Ferrell's like the, the boss, and he comes in on that, and he has that little phone, and he answers them. Like, <laughs> yeah, stupid, yeah. like, yeah. he was the slapstick of what SNL sometimes lacks, mm-hmm. 
some of my favorite pieces, like the writing, he was genius with that. Yeah. Yeah. He, there was, he, there's a behind the scenes thing with Will Ferrell that, that he played the whole season. He played one character behind the scenes the whole year. Like his like Anchorman character kind of came from that. Like the whole, he was in character the whole year. Fucking with people. Amazing. I love that. Love that. So I, I and I think, so I gauge a lot of my stuff too on, and the reason I have Chris Farley, Will Ferrell one and two is when you're watching something and the people that you're acting with cannot help but laugh yes. in, in the middle of the skit. Yes. You get it from Jimmy Fallon in yes. the cowbell skit where he, he just well, he laughed at everything, but he, yeah. true, but he lost it. Oh, uh, the, you get the you lover get Dave, skit, David Spade in the Matt Foley skit where he just loses it. Like it, it, those are the things, man, that are just the Foley skit, not the Foley skit, the hot tub skit when they're leathers in the hot tub. <laughs> that's another one. Colombian coffee. Colombian coffee. <laughs> his his dog his dog commercial when he starts yelling at the dogs, he's like, "Oh, Margaret, the yeah. Schlitz, Schlitz gay beer." Oh, that was a good Farley <laughs> one, Sandler one for sure. So with that being said, we were talking about <laughs> maybe we'll have to do our favorite top ten favorite skits of all time. That would be a fun I conversation. Think that would be a yeah one to bring up. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you folks on Facebook, on Facebook, on listening to this podcast on Facebook, want to throw any ideas for us to do top ten topic wise that we can spend more time on this. Not that time's an issue today because it was three about, hour episode. It was about probably quarter to ten. <laughs> anyway. uh, <it's, laughs> in the yeah, it's definitely it's definitely about ten a.m. <laughs> so holler. Uh, appreciate you listening, but yeah, if you have any interesting ideas to throw out there, we will. It might be fun for us to talk about. We should probably end this real quickly. <laughs> we? We, I mean, we technically still have questions from Facebook. Oh, do we really? Oh, yeah. hey, I thought that was it. Let's, no. go. Oh, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. No, because I had multiple other oh. things. Yeah. Hey, I hope you're taking a three-hour shit this morning. <laughs> with Brady putting up MVP numbers, uh, Matt Pruitt asks, with Brady put up putting up MVP numbers this year, with your eye test, is he still that good, or has the quarterback play as a whole fell off? Quarterback plays as good as it's ever been. Not, not he statistically, means, like as a whole in the NFL. Statistically, it, it was. It's, it, it's as good as it's ever been. But nobody's throwing for the five thousand yards, the fifty-five touchdown. He's, yeah, I think that's where he's going with it. That's where he's going with it because, you know, you saw in a one game shorter season ten years ago, Brady and Manning both throw for over. 50 touchdowns and three players generally to four players throwing for over 5,000 yards every season. Yeah. They, and then they completely changed how defenses got to play football, but that's how it goes. And it, right. So, so, it's the, a, so it's a little bit of a different era. So I don't think it's quarterback fall off. No, the, I think the, the court, the top to bottom quarterbacks, the talents there, but it does this every 10 years in the mid nineties. They start throwing the ball everywhere mm -hmm. with when, um, Andre Ryzen and rice and, um, Chris Carter and Herman Moore were catching all those balls mm -hmm. and all those guys were throwing for yards. Mm -hmm. And then the running back trains came in mm -hmm. with Priest Holmes, Sean Alexander, yeah. LaDainia Tomlinson, Larry Johnson, Larry Johnson. And then came the passing league uh, with Marino, not Marino, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Manning, yeah, came back. Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Roethlisberger, all those games. Mm -hmm. Now we're doing that transition where the running game's a little bit more important again, statistically. Yeah. Statistically. Well, and that's it, why you're seeing a lot more then, run, like running quarterbacks, too. We're seeing more right, than that. Exactly. That's also part of it, too. That was, that was shunned. Yeah. For the longest time in and the NFL, like Fran Tarkenton, Randall Cunningham, you wanted a pocket passer. Moon. You wanted a Warren pocket moon. passer that could run your, you know, your traditional. Rodney Pete. 
you know, your traditional pro style <laughs> offense, and that is not Steve the case Young. anymore. Okay, there you go. John Elway. John Elway. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. 100%. Yeah. So that's part of it, too. Yeah. You know, maybe we should start looking at, like they do in college, quarterbacks total yardage. Yeah. Because that's fun. Um, but if you start doing that, you should account for sacks. So, and, and it, the, so yeah, I guess the dry, Talent wise, you're right. I, I think yeah, it's talent awesome. wise, it's as good as it's ever been. Drop off wise, as far as stats go, but it, that, that might that. be that's a little bit of a different story. But that's just because of the way that the game is now that's played true. and the way the rules have been changed. And I think I think well, somebody yeah, like Joe like Burrow like though will throw for five grand. Yeah, you know, I think it's Herbert, way different well, than it was. Like it's too like game planning just itself is way right. different yeah. than it was. But it's but completely but it, how technology yeah. technology has completely changed how. Yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna flip again. And then yeah. people start throwing for bananas, you know, again. All right. Uh, Blake Gullowitz asks, how much does Dan Gullowitz <laughs> know about Harry Potter or is he just a muggle? And I don't know whatever the, f- I don't even know what that means. A muggle is somebody that is. It's a is human being. Basically. I mean, we're Someone all, that can't see magic. We're all muggles right. then? Yeah. Uh, Dan wasn't last night in Harry Potter trivia. Oh, he snap. He did well. He did well. Except my, qu- my first question. <laughs> Was what was Harry Potter's owl? I said Hagrid. Oh, That's not right. right. It's not right. It's uh, oh, fuck. Right. <laughs> Hedwig. Hedwig. That's it. So the whole rest of the game, I kept saying Hedwig in my head because I couldn't get my shit together mm-hmm. with any of these names. But it was, it was a very entertaining game. Yeah. It really wasn't like you had to read the books. So that's nice for some yeah. of us. We're like Joe. Right. Who's seen all the movies? Um, cool game. I liked it. It was fun. Good, Good time. Uh, Great time. My mother, Deb Brown, asks Is anyone else as excited as she is that Matt Stafford is going to the Super Bowl? I'm excited. I I'm, told her what Alan Cooley posted so on Facebook last night. I didn't see what he posted. Alan Cooley said Detroit Lions fans being happy that Matt Stafford's in the Super Bowl is like being proud of your ex girlfriend for getting pregnant. That's such a terrible take. Which is fine. I'm used to it from him. Um, <laughs> just look at the teams that he fucking roots for. Um, anyway. One of those teams is great. Mo- moving on. Um, I know. It, it's sad for him when Duke loses, but then he's, at least he's got the Yankees coming up for the for the Major League Baseball season. So, I love you, Alan. Um, <laughs> Cooley's a Michigan fan, bro. I, I, um, oh, question again? He was excited as my mother that Matt Stafford. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, closest Detroit will ever get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Matthew Stafford yeah, and Eminem. And so, it, yeah, I'm excited for I, I just I'm, I hope Stafford wins one. I, he deserves to win one. He, he stuck it out with the Lions longer than you could have ever asked anybody to stick it out and do their best to try to win a championship and just not be able to get there because the front office and the coach is in your way. Yeah, I'm happy for him, I guess. I wish it wasn't the very next year in a weird way. It just makes us how makes us look that much worse as a franchise. Yeah. Um, I appreciate everyone's enthusiasm for him. And I, like I said, I'm happy for that he's going to the Super Bowl, and he deserves it for sure. But, like, as Detroit fans right now, we should be a little bit more pissed off than excited personally. Just on the on the basis of rooting, if you're a Lions, I see all these posts like, Lions pride, Stafford's, dude, he's not a part of our team anymore. Right. You should be angry that we blew it for the, the 10, 11, 12 years we had him on our squad. Right. So 
He be, leaves and wins three playoff be, games right, of, right away. I want, I, like I said, I, he deserves it. I'm happy for him. But as a Lions fan, I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I am just saying that. So no, it's, yeah, it's that's my take. Fair. Got Sox's anger back to him again. Well, I'm turning heel. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have two more really quick questions. Did you, did you call me a jive tree? <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure you called me a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I've been in the chamber for like four weeks. <laughs> Jack Winter asked, asked me what my favorite ingredient to add to the no-bake cookies. This was this is a weird question from high school because for those that don't know, pound cake used to be known as Coco Carl in high school because I put the cocoa in the no bake cookies in chemistry class. You used to be known but as we, the Main Street Posse looking motherfucker. That's very true. Okay. But we also know actually now what my favorite ingredient is in no bake cookies. Okay, moving on. Uh, Steve George asks for our final like prison question. food and penis. <laughs> Jail spaghetti's delicious. <laughs> when will Corey Graves come back to the ring? Uh, so my thoughts on this are either WrestleMania or the Raw after WrestleMania. Overrated. I, I, I you know, I don't I'm know. I hit you with. Yeah, we'll see. Kyle's eyes just got big. I think he should do both still and not be full-time. So when is he coming back? You said WrestleMania? I said I lean more night after WrestleMania because Corey Graves never wrestled in WWE. He was on NXT. He was on NXT for a very short amount of time. Right. But uh, I would say probably if he was going to maybe night after WrestleMania or maybe some somebody comes out and starts talking some shit, shit to Corey Graves and he's got to come off the desk. But who... Or or maybe or maybe somebody starts hitting on Carmella and he's like, No, 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 that's my girl and then it's probably Miz. And then Maurice is all like, No, no, I'm Canadian, eh? And he's like, Nah. And then there you go. Because like, they ruined it again because that's what's gonna happen. I wish we were animated right now just for that little like <laughs> twenty seconds. You know, this whole episode. Yeah, start, no, off, yeah. start off hot, we're finishing hot, motherfucker. <laughs> Any more questions? Nope, that's it. Because I'm going to change the answers or whatever. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm (laughs) pipering it. (laughs) Okay, well. So. That's it. Thanks for your time, everybody. Longest episode ever. (laughs) Where are we at? I don't know what that, I can't, I don't, what is that? That's normally, that's, that's. Okay, our first or our first couple episodes, we were hitting about sixteen hundred there. So this is like twice as many. Oh, as that. I so hope you guys. I go we're definitely. Hope guys, it's definitely ten a.m. You might want to tribute to Michael Jordan. That's how this episode should have been. Yeah. That was the first time we brought his name up. Actually, said his name. You just said there's only one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> save the best for last, Kyle. Yeah, you might as well start in the outro music. Or start playing buff- hot guy in a buffalo for me. Hot guy on a buffalo? You changed No, I said it. guy in a buffalo. <laughs> oh, what's all with all these, these angels? Thank you. I had you yeah, the second one. Anytime you want to mute him, the clown to my right or whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I know. Uh, once again, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I know. If you made it, if yeah, made it past, you. if you made it past, yeah. talk to the, or full spread. Real proud of you. Yeah, if you made it to full spread, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, if you got through the route. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks again for listening. Spread the word. Uh, Spinebuster Sports. Search us on Facebook. This is the feast. 
Um, once again, next week we'll do the Super Bowl preview. I'm sure I'll be pissed off about something else. Talk to the hand. Um, maybe a little bit of pepper grinding. I don't know. Pro Bowl recap. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> prop bet mania. Uh, prop bet mania. That'd be a fun one. Yeah. Um, Only random things. Nothing with the game, though. Nothing oh, with the actual game itself. Always talk to the hand. <laughs> um, talk to the hand. Like I said, I'm sure it'll be something that will. Yeah. And then we have va- then Valentine's Day the week after that, gentlemen. I believe cool. that was also <laughs> talk to the post, hand. Post Super Bowl. Yeah. That'd be the following week. Yeah. Post Super Bowl. Talk about love. And talk to the hand. You just do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Valentine's Day date. <laughs> Thanks, oh everyone. God. If you're a family member listening to this episode, I love if you. If you're very a family much. member listening to any of our episodes, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. We appreciate it. And we're sorry. Not really. God, God. I am anything but sorry after the pictures I've posted on Facebook. Pictures? Of myself that Chris Burns took. Ah, yes. What? Christmas photo. Oh, oh God! The picture you guys got when I won the fantasy football championship the picture. This year. Yeah, <laughs> I should have shipped that out to you guys. Signed. I know. I want to. I, I want to sign. I would have broken the glass on it and put it in the toilet and peed on it. Weird. Phil like Coke <laughs> picture. You were so proud of yourself well, that night. Yeah, it's in the pee machine. <laughs> I was like, "What? The pee machine?" Yeah, pee on Phil Coke. We need video so fucking bad. Uh, how uh, do we? Get that other studio. <laughs> you gonna hit the music? I, I'm, I'm, I'm past my bedtime. I'm, I'm so putting the music in here. Are you? Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. Well, I you know we, I told you this. Oh yeah, times. you gotta do it after, don't you? Yeah, I gotta do it after. <laughs> I just keep talking. <laughs> I never learn. Never. Hey, love you guys. Episodes. Holler. Have a good night, everybody. Or good morning, or I don't know, afternoon. Peace out. Love you, everybody. All right. Bye. on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons, you nerdies. <laughs>